Hi, I'm Jayan Sriram and welcome to In Focus, the Hindu's analysis podcast. Thanks for joining us. It's been a week once again dominated by China and coronavirus. And while there has been some positive news on the former, with de-escalation along points on the line of actual control and a crisis situation seemingly averted for now, coronavirus of course is still very much a threat, very much a looming crisis, even more so than it has been already. So some standout numbers for the week. It started with India crossing Russia in case count to become the third worst affected country by coronavirus in the world. And on July 8th, incidentally also the day that we recorded this episode, the number of new cases reported in India crossed 25,000 for the first time. Simultaneously, we have heard messaging from the government once again on how mortality rate is low, along with the befuddling assertion that officials continue to stick to that India does not have community transmission of the disease. So, our data update for the week is a brief one. and we'll basically take you to two underlying trends behind these numbers and statements first we'll explore the metric of the doubling rate in the number of cases and look at how india is comparing with other countries especially those with a high case load we'll also look at whether the burden of the disease continues to be in a few urban centers as has been the case so far or if it's spreading and if those numbers are slowly changing i'm joined by shrinivasan ramani the hindus deputy national editor who also runs our data teams shrinivasan ramani welcome to the podcast once again thank you for joining us thank you thank you right so um this week a couple of the standout number reported in the news is that um india is now the third worst affected country with uh, covid-19 we the number of cases that we have has surpassed russia and if we get into a little bit more granular detail um i'm going to read out the headline of one of our recent data stories that is that among nations with a high case load infections continue to double in less than 20 days only in india so uh, let's just kind of expand on that and what does that data point really tell us about uh, where we are with covid-19 so uh, then we uh, as you rightly pointed out we crossed uh, russia and you know to occupy the third spot in terms of total number of infections worldwide Uh, we are still quite a distance away from brazil and uh, the united states which have uh, continued to show a huge surge in uh, cases uh, the us for example only today uh, they had 54 or 55000 cases just in a single day and while their death rate had fallen uh, uh, over the last uh, couple of weeks or so there was uh, another increase today uh, there were 975 deaths in the united states due to covid-19 so while that that being the case uh, uh, with the us close to 3 million cases and uh, brazil close to more than uh, having more than 1.5 million cases uh, india is quite behind these two countries we have uh, now around 750 uh, 750000 cases or 7.5 lakh cases but the worrying thing is that uh, the, the there is no let let or let up in the increase so um, yesterday there were uh, close to 23000 cases the, the day, day before there were uh, 24000 cases so uh, th- there has been a steady increase in the number of cases uh, encountered in uh, india uh, who, i mean uh, who people who have been tested positive every day 
that suggests that there is no peak uh, peaking of cases in immediate sight and that is what we captured using this doubling time metric so by doubling time what we try to do is we try to find out what is the estimated number of days for cases to double based on the uh, case rate or the progression of the cases in the last week or so right now if you look at that metric for india and compare it with other countries uh, let's say united states uh, brazil which are uh, you know doing really bad even in those countries like in, in the united states uh, cases are taking 38 days to double in brazil it's 28 days uh, in russia it has now you know dropped it has now gone up to seven, nearly 70 days uh, even in countries uh, in the same um, uh, region that has the as ours like pakistan uh, you know the uh, doubling time is 46 days in bangladesh it is 33 days uh, in countries where there are huge number of deaths and uh, where uh, in uh, regions such as latin america in mexico it's 28 days so if you compare with all these countries india's uh, you know doubling time of around 20 days or 19.85 days as of yesterday sorry 20.06 days as of yesterday suggests that we are really on shaky ground right uh, it means that even though we are behind brazil or the united states if the rate of increase of the case continues to you know uh, progress in this fashion we might even overtake brazil uh, you know uh, in the near term right yes uh, that is a worrying trend and the other thing that i think we should address at this point also is the kind of spreading of the case burden across the country um what we do know is that um, you know three cities account for a lot of the cases the a high case burden chennai uh, mumbai delhi that's been the kind of uh, conventional wisdom about how this is progressing but there are other states now where um, cases are you know spiking up there are reporting the highest numbers of cases reported so the burden is being spread um yeah. which are the kind of prominent places here so as you rightly said uh, the 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 places where we have had the highest incidence of covid-19 have been uh, bombay uh, have been ahmedabad uh, chennai and delhi uh, in fact the right sequence would be chennai mumbai and delhi uh, recently right but um, tamil nadu had recently uh, you know imposed a, a two week lockdown in chennai and they had also conducted a number of tests in uh, in the hotspots in chennai and that resulted in some amount of isolation uh, so after around two weeks of the lockdown they noticed that the um, the growth rate of the infections had slowly come down in chennai even in bombay even though bombay still continues to record a high number of cases the relative growth rate of the infections were also relatively slowed down same is the case with delhi so um, uh, while they are not out of the woods uh, they could actually say that the worst is somewhat uh, over in some sense at least with regard to the lockdowns that they imposed we don't know what might happen now that they are opening up again uh, but what is noticeable is that cities which showed relatively fewer cases uh, in may and june such as you know hyderabad uh, and uh, bangalore they have start, started showing new spurts hyderabad in particular has been uh, showing uh, uh, cases close to uh, more, more than 1000 uh, uh, every day uh, which was not the case let's say in april or may right telangana if you remember in april or may when we discussed uh, a, a state wise uh, comparison uh, had a, a very high doubling time uh, comparable to kerala 
but the caveat was that telangana was testing at a much lower rate compared to kerala correct uh, yes. now what we are seeing now is that uh, uh, they are actually paying the price for keeping the testing so low uh, telangana is a state i mean from what we have recorded so far from the data that they have uh, released which comes in drips and drops uh, they have one of the lowest testing rate compared to all states in the country which is a bit odd considering that all states in south south india have done fairly well in testing but telangana has been an outlier uh, and uh, even though they have ramped up their testing rates lately they still figure among the states with the lowest testing rates in terms of test per million people so what has happened is that by keeping their testing rates low they they couldn't manage to capture the real uh, picture of the infection in april or may and they are bearing the brunt now uh, now we are noticing that uh, test positivity rates in uh, telangana have peaked uh, Uh, and especially in the hyderabad municipal corporation so you are noticing that new hotspots are emerging in hyderabad in the case of bangalore while uh, the government did a fairly decent job of testing um, uh, migrants and uh, people entering the state from outside uh, in order to keep the infection out they did not pay enough attention to local transmission and that's the reason why uh, uh, some analysts say that uh, the uh, cases have started surging in uh, bangalore as well Uh, the same is the case with uh, uh, you know places like guwahati where uh, the testing rate is uh, substantially substantially higher now but uh, the return of migrant labor to guwahati has resulted in a explosion of ca- cases in uh, uh, cities like guwahati as well so what you saw was a more limited problem to some of the major urban centers in india such as uh, delhi bombay and chennai and to some extent kolkata has now become a pan urban phenomena you, you notice that uh, cities like bangalore hyderabad guwahati pune uh, starting to show uh, a substantive increase in the number of cases as well right and the one thing um, uh, again to again to question is that is it is it still largely contained in the cities because i think the worry that um, that a lot of people have a lot of us have with regard to health system capabilities in india is when it starts spreading to uh, rural districts yeah um but right now we're still seeing that it's conveyed it's um, sort of contained largely to the urban areas uh we can't say that for sure we can say that the rate of increase in rural areas is still somewhat lower or rather substantially lower than that in the urban areas right but the rate of increase in rural areas over time is also you know going up so uh for example let's take this let's take a non descript place like daman and diu or dadra nagar haveli for example okay. uh, this these places did not report many cases till uh, early july now since the last uh, uh, two weeks or so uh, you are noticing that even these places where there were hardly any cases have started to show a substantive number of cases now there are close to uh, 450 or 500 cases in uh, the dadra dadra nagar haveli and daman and diu you take uh, states like uh, jharkhand uh, or uh, 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 or haryana uh or let's take jharkhand which is predominantly rural right right now, uh, the, the number of cases uh, case uh, cases uh, registered in uh, jharkhand were barely 20 30 or 40 for quite some time but now they have gone up to 100 uh, yesterday I, i if i if i'm not wrong we uh, they registered close to 100 plus cases in uh, jharkhand and they have started right. to register deaths as well so uh, it, it uh, assam for example Which which had uh, hardly any deaths, but they were showing a uh, substantive increase in cases. Have started to st- register deaths as well. 
the, the disease is starting to show up in places where it was relatively uh, you know uh, absent so uh, uh, even let's take the example of up for example uh, uh, up was showing uh, a case rate uh, a daily increase of close to 300 to 400 cases but now it has started to show up around uh, 600 700 cases per day clearly this is no longer just an urban phenomena uh, it the, the cases are spreading in rural areas as well they are not spreading at the same rate as in urban india but uh, we we are we could be seeing the uh, the beginning of a surge in rural areas as well or at least in mofusil areas if not entirely rural areas as well so uh, just circling back to um the, the, the point that we made earlier about uh, the burden of cases spreading and of course relating it back to something that we've always spoken about on these podcasts um uh, which is testing testing yeah. rates and how governments uh, approach testing rates yeah. can we are we at a, are we at a place now where we can try and make a larger point about how some governments are tackling covid-19 and um, sort of draw a link between um governance and the pandemic response yeah so uh, if you can first look at what is happening with happening within india we can clearly see that states which uh, tested quickly again we are reiterating a point that we have made umpteen times on yeah. various podcasts uh, tested quickly have addressed the pandemic better so uh, it is a bit of a setback for care state like kerala to register 300 cases which is a peak today but 300 cases are nothing compared to what is the case in, increase in cases in uh, places like tamil nadu which is a neighboring state and so on so to that extent um, when states are better planned uh, when they performed a higher number of tests at an early stage they ma- managed to tackle the pandemic better that is very clear uh, if you look at a state by state comparison in india that said i think uh, the message has not just been on the wall uh, it has been imbibed by various states um, we, there is a noticeable increase in the number of uh, tests being done in the country i mean this week we started noticing more than 2 lakh samples being tested uh, across the country uh, and uh, barely uh, a fortnight ago it was 1 lakh or so so clearly testing rate has improved in india over time this begs the question why wasn't it done earlier enough now even if they have increased the test rates the positivity rate has also gone up because the cases have started spreading in a much faster rate so uh, unless they ramp this testing capacity even further despite the uh, you know in- increase in testing that they have made uh, they would still be fighting the virus uh, by chasing it rather than uh, tackling it head on so uh, that is the case with india now if you look at a pan uh, worldwide comparison and look at some of the countries which have shown the highest number of uh, uh, cases and uh, uh, high case loads there seems to be a direct correlation between the nature of governance in those countries and uh, their covid response or their or their failure in tackling this pandemic so if you okay. look at the united states for example you had a president who had consistently denied the significance of this uh, of of this pandemic and uh, what has happened is uh, governors in the united states who stood with uh, trump and who were equally dismissive of uh, you know you know even simple measures such as mask wearing have now seen that uh, you know the the pandemic has really affected their states the states like florida whose governor uh, ron desantis or someone like that yeah. he has been consistently dismissive of uh, you know measures to tackle uh, covid-19 and now florida is one of the one of the states with the highest number of cases same is the case with the uh, republican uh, ruled uh, states such as arizona uh, texas and so on that's that's the us example uh, yesterday we came to know that jair bolsonaro the uh, president of brazil 
who has been uh, also equally uh, dismissive and and who has tried to play down this uh, the threat of the virus by calling it the little flu he himself has tested positive so um, and brazil continues to you know register very high uh, uh, you know number of deaths there is no let down let up in the number of uh, increases in the cases in that in the country as well uh, in india as well uh, uh, to some extent while uh, we imposed a lockdown uh, quickly uh, relatively quickly compared to uh, countries in europe and uh, the us and brazil and at least at a public policy level uh, the government was once they realized the threat uh, in a big way they actually had a had a strategy uh, even if the strategy was not uh, properly implemented or was properly thought out uh, here too the emphasis has been to try to you know uh, protect the government and its image uh, rather than to really acknowledge the nature of this uh, uh, pandemic and and to evolve uh, responses to it so this whole talk about there is being uh, there being no community transmission is an you know is a outcome of this kind of an approach and those states which have on the other hand been much more transparent have involved institutions have not limited it to uh, uh, one or two personalities or who have not been defensive about the government rather than they have done far better like states like kerala have done far better um, uh, instead what has happened is that uh, in the initial days uh, you know some officials tried to communalize this uh, uh, pandemic uh, tried to find scapegoats in the form of the tablighi jamaat for uh, you know for being a super spreader now uh, all that kind of a you know limited and narrow uh, emphasis is also responsible for what india faces now india if if the indian government had been had shown a little bit more alacrity and had used uh, the initial period to ramp up its uh, testing capabilities to ramp up uh, supplies of uh, ppes bed availability and so on we could have prevented the close to more than 20000 deaths that we have we have had so far uh people keep saying 20000 is relatively lower compared to other countries like the united states which have registered more than 1 lakh uh, brazil is close to uh, 60000 deaths but that said ours is a much more relatively younger population and we could have still avoided these deaths as we know that uh, this virus affects the elderly and people with comorbidities more than anyone else with a relatively younger population we could have you know utilized this advantage better by preparing for the for the pandemic better but unfortunately the nature of governance in our country is also equally responsible for the state that we are in now okay so we'll uh, we'll end that uh, we'll end that data point episode uh, here again shrini and um, thank you for joining us for this episode we thanks. will catch up again soon thanks jain thanks for having me